0: Hey everybody, Corey here with the Midlife Gamers. So yesterday Ashton and I, we recorded episode 18 of the podcast, uh, but unfortunately right at the end of the podcast my computer decided that it wanted to restart. I have no idea what happened, don't know if it was running an update or whatever, but uh, we do all our recording on my laptop using a web-based multi-track recording software called CleanFeed, and literally, I mean, we were in the closing of uh, of the show, and my computer just shut off. So I ended up losing all of the audio files, the individual tracks that we record, or record of both myself and Ashton, and Carl as well. Uh, unfortunately, Carl wasn't able to join us for this episode, but Ashton and I still had a lot of fun recording it, and thankfully, since we do the show live on Twitch, I was able to rip the audio from the video file and still put the episode out there for all of you. Uh, I do apologize if the audio gets a little rough at times, if the volume jumps around. I was kind of trying to work work with what I had here. So, but I appreciate everyone who who's given our show a listen so far and who continues to listen. You guys are awesome. Uh, make sure you check the show out every Wednesday live on Twitch, and also check out our Facebook page uh, as well as Hype Jutsu's Facebook page because we got a lot of cool stuff on the horizon coming. But I'm gonna shut up now and let you all get into episode 18. Hope you enjoy. buddy welcome to the midlife gamers the show about a few guys in their 30s talking video games my name is Corey beasley joining me on controller number two is my good buddy ashton strong we yep. had controller number three plugged in but our he third did. our third musketeer decided to alter his plans for the evening i guess yeah i mean he that's didn't what it is. he didn't he didn't he didn't keep up with the schedule so <laughs> it's all good though we'll miss him But, uh, Ashton, how are you? I'm doing all right. Doing pretty good. Doing Doing good? Yeah. That's good. You're driven? As always. (laughs) Building that media empire every day. (laughs) We are going to be the kings of the media. Kings! (laughs) That's good to hear, dude.
1: Always thinking. Always thinking about the next thing.
0: Yes. No and with Ashton mentioning that we uh, we're doing everything we can to kind of expand the uh midlife gamers project here um you know between just individual projects and just trying to grow the content on here as uh, as a whole so it's been fun to get back to doing what we were doing with the podcast but we also want to grow it and do more with it as well so uh some new stuff coming the way soon i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to put out too much there right now there's going to be some new things on the way so always always new things so make sure you're always listening watching tuning in following us on social media and and you'll see we'll see what we got coming we'll see what we got coming but um yeah so you've been playing anything lately like what's been your what's been your game and jam besides what you've been streaming
1: um on the side i've been playing raid shadow legends This is not <laughs> an ad. This, is, this is not an ad i've actually been playing it don't play it <laughs> it's a money sink. Like once they get your their hooks in you, it's it's hard to resist. But as a you know, it's a mobile game. I'm not. You can play on your computer though. That's the thing. I play it on my computer like a fucking chump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, this is not an ad for rage <laughs> Shadow not an <not> ad. <laughs> you want I'll go. I'll go. You
1: know, if you want to throw me a little extra silver for my account, maybe some crystals, you know, Hey. <laughs>
0: Just kidding throw me, throw me a little extra Just you know <laughs> um, Hey Midlife gamers We're, we're mad popular <laughs> Yeah You know <laughs> We have almost 700 listeners To our podcast <laughs> Imagine the money You could pull in With 700 people <laughs> I mean that's 700 dollars If you all get, They all give you a dollar <laughs> Think about it I don't know Like I feel like Raid Shadow Legends Is like on everything Oh it's everywhere <laughs> It's everywhere and it's everything it is. like I literally see ads for it popping up on almost every single thing on the internet. <laughs> and it's a basic gotcha game, a uh, gotcha being like
1: a capsule capsule monsters. Yes. Basically. Yeah. Um, and like literally that's that's the base thing, but there's enough on top of it of like old RPG like mechanics on top of that mm-hmm. where it's like, okay. All right. So it's fine if it's like a you're on the toilet and you're playing it, right? Don't, don't, don't give him money. Don't give him money.
0: Well, you just you just said that you gave him almost a hundred dollars already. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like a hundred dollars is a lot. That's a lot.
0: What was it? It was I remember listening to a Kevin Smith podcast and he was talking about it was like it was a couple years ago, it was like a Simpsons mobile game that a bunch of people got addicted to, and he said he spent like $139 in like one day on the game. It's crazy.
1: They're like they get to they get you in there. It's it's hey I mean, they're popular hey, for a
0: reason. They're hey, successful it's, for hey, a reason. Look, like I hate to say it, but I mean we 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 kind of bought into that market. Like I'm not the biggest fan of that. Like I'm 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 a firm believer in the hey, like I went to the store or I went on the online store, I paid my 60 bucks, I got my game and that's it. Like I, I that's how it should be. yeah. <laughs> like like I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on the games, but I I can't I, uh, it just kills me like, "Oh, if you want to fully experience what we've created, you have to dump like I don't know. Money. Ha- <laughs> like a, Money. a month's salary into I, a game. <laughs> I, have, I have
1: it on the side here. So I'll, I'll give you an example. they are limited time offers. On maximum, they're asking for one of these packets, 50 bucks, minimum 30 bucks. And it's like... How are you getting away with this? And then there's there's other stuff. It's like it goes beyond the hundreds for some things, and it's like half, everything, multiple things, and it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the the pure, like money making grime of it all. It's kind of gross. But sometimes you see that hey, for ten bucks or five bucks, and that's how they really get you. Because then once you're like paying them like that little amount, they're like, then you yourself are like, well, I gave them 10 bucks. Why not 15 bucks? That's how it begins. Don't do it. It's like gambling. That's really it, 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 it. Right now, thinking about it, it's like a sense of gambling. Because like, that's what it's kind of giving me that vibe right now. Just looking at it on the side. So we're going to close that. We're just going to turn away from that because this is all about Raid Shadow Legends all of a sudden. I don't like it. It's dirty. I it feels
0: I know. It's like usually you start the show with a promo for our own show and you, yeah. you, just, you just dove right into Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> we're not even being paid by them. We're not. We're not at all. Over here and thinking it's... we're Linus Tech Tips or some shit.
1: I mean, it, it's what I've been playing on the side. I Besides like Persona 4 Golden. Cause yeah. I want to beat Persona 5 Royal. Yep. By the end of the night, so I'm trying to do like the, the true ending, like maximum, like blah 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 stuff out of the games. Yep. But like right now, I'm kind of, uh, I'm a little, you know, tuckered out from the Persona grind. Like I've been playing my save file at this point. It's like 120 something hours. Like I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm like, I just want it done with. But mm-hmm. so it's kind of resting on the sidelines right now. I plan on playing it tomorrow
0: morning. Nice. What? Nice. Um I uh I just recently platinumed Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I know you and hey. I talked about that a little bit. Yep, it's platinum number forty-one for me. I'm catching up! I'm Those catching are up. numbers. I'm catching up! Wookie numbers! <laughs> <laughs> um and then I made the choice to dive right into Assassin's Creed Origins. And I knew that going into that game that it was going to be different than the, the, than the previous games. Now, the funny thing is, is my last two Platinums were Assassin's Creed games. I platinumed Unity in summer last year and then just, just did Syndicate here. Um, and now diving into Origins, it's like crazy different like just everything about it i mean aside from the fact that it's like okay yeah you can still climb everything and you know there's still synchronization the of viewpoints stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but overall like how the game flows the control i mean even uh, like don't get me wrong, I like the the storylines of most of the games, um, but the problem that I had was that I had a really hard time kind of connecting with the main characters, especially in Syndicate. Syndicate was a good game, but it felt more like I was kind of watching a movie that was about a bunch of people rather than just focused on one character overcoming a personal struggle while also achieving an ultimate goal like i mean syndicate was cool and it and it was it was neat to play as two different people in one game but i feel like it kind of hurt the overall storyline of those characters like it built the overall like lore with Assassin's Creed but you know there was always a focus on the individual characters in those games and the things that they overcame to achieve the goals and like with Syndicate again it was a cool game it was fun the setup was fun the gameplay was fun but Over the last couple games, I haven't really felt like a huge connection to the main character. I mean, even in Unity, Unity was an amazing game, but Arno, the main character, he just didn't, like, nothing really made me connect with him. Already, I'm only like, shit. I'm not even going to say 2% into Origins and Bayek. I'm like massively connecting with already. Like there's a huge emotional connection with the main character. Does the environment help time period and all that? I mean, it might. Are you Egyptian? Like, do you recall the... I mean, I'm not. I mean, Egypt was a cool period to study in school, but but it wasn't, by all means, it wasn't my favorite topic to study. Okay. It was just for whatever reason, just how they're portraying the character and how they're laying out the story for that character has me really sucked in so far um and you know like i know i'm talking about a game that's now almost four years old and you know everybody's like ah played it beat it move on (laughs) but it's new to me and i'm i'm really enjoying it so far it's okay to play games
1: when they're new to you in my opinion, it doesn't, it shouldn't, something like that shouldn't matter.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like I'm really trying to roll through my backlog, but you know, when you have a like a backlog of probably 400 plus games. Bro, <laughs> do
1: you know how many games I own on my PSN account? That's Almost the problem. like 2000 games. So it's kind of like, I don't, I don't think, I'm never going to touch half of those.
0: I oh, that's like, that's logistically I can't
1: do that. <laughs> like I don't have the time in my life yep. to do that. So,
0: I want I mean, to. I want. It's like I feel bad. Like I want to play all of you. I want to love all of you equally. But
1: <laughs> some games deserve it. Some some games don't. And that, I mean that's just like any medium. Like that's the you're you're risking time spent, and that's that's really what entertainment is. Well, so like, I think that's uh, that's also one of the reasons why we get disappointed in our entertainment too, because it's investments of time. It's like uh, Game of Thrones, that's like an eight-year span. Like that's a large investment of your life dedicated to something to then be like
0: meh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think right now with uh, with me, it's now trying to really decide which games I definitely want to platinum and which games I just want to play so I can like experience it at least. It's an important
1: distinction to have, because like I've played games where I've spent like 500 plus hours getting a trophy. Uh, that sweet plat baby, but Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: is it worth it? I don't know. It's like personal. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think for me, like I don't have any type of major competition and I don't know what happened, our stream just died for some reason. Did it die? Didn't, it didn't die, but Streamlabs just, stream just died on me, like I'm not seeing anything on the screen anymore. We are fine. That was very strange. Yeah. Streamlabs just went all wonky on me. Anyways, show continues.
1: Use OBS, I <laughs> just, just, just use OBS. Just accept the loss of like the integrated stuff. Just do it yourself.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 starting to move towards that. Like I'm I'm getting pretty annoyed with with the Stream setup.
1: Streamlabs, the only good thing for Streamlabs is literally Twitch because then there's they, they gave you more notifications. When I stream on Facebook for Hype Jutsu and uh, MLG, like literally, I forgot what I was just talking about. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's the, the, I'm sorry. There's no, like uh, when someone likes your page, like there's no, like it doesn't come through. There's no things to really come through. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I accept that loss because I see it on the page itself. Like, it's all on, like,
0: it's here, not on, on the other end. Yep. Yep. So, no, the, like, we, we were just talking about there, the distinction between games you want a platinum and games you want to finish, like, you know, that was a part of me when I beat Sekiro. I was like, ah, now I'm going to go for a platinum in this game. And then re- starting to realize, like, that's going to take me a very, 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 very long time because it requires... Like, three playthroughs, yeah? Four. Well, yeah, no, four four playthroughs to oh, get get good. the platinum. Like, is it a game I wouldn't mind going back and playing again years down the road? Maybe you know, but like, part of me once I moved on to a different game was like, you know what? I beat that game. Like, I know there's other stuff. I like there's like there's an alternate path with alternate bosses and stuff that I can fight, but I beat that game. And I'm, I'm just going to stick good. to that. Yeah. I beat that game. <laughs> like, let's try and experience other games. And, you know, with the Assassin's Creed games, like, they've always had a soft, soft spot in my heart, and I've always really enjoyed them. And I think... <clears throat> I think the only thing that let me down about them was um my favorite time period in history to study was the american revolution and i really didn't like three that much and a lot of people didn't so so that bothered me a little bit with that one but now i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying origins and i'm excited for once i get to odyssey and you know i'm I'm definitely going to play valhalla after that um outside of that Um, My girlfriend and I are actually playing uh, Fallen Order together. Uh, um, We put it on easy because we're trying to, like, we're now on a new hope for our chronological watch order of the Star Wars there. Um, But like she's really into it now like she's actually more into it than I expected her to be like she's really grown like attached to characters attached to the lore in general Um, oh, and great stuff in there y- yeah and All so right. so like I was like well look and I showed her the tr- the like trailer for Fallen Order and I'm like look you know like I know this is a one player game but you know we could still play it together like we swap off after cutscenes after each person dies or whatever and we can even put it on either mode so that like it's it feels more cinematic and I know it's <clears throat> like she's just getting back into gaming and she's like she's doing great but throwing her into a game like that may not be the best thing you know without putting it on easy <laughs> I mean I would say the game is actually not that hard I, I think the normal uh, mode is a satisfying challenge Well I think I think my my main reason behind it is because of the controls like I feel like someone who who hasn't played video games that much, or hasn't played in a very long time, for a game like that that has a very souls-like souls-like feel. control system, maybe a bit tough to adapt to. I mean, you're talking to someone who isn't used to a two joystick configuration. I mean, be you know the one one you know one thing to control your character, the other con- to control your camera, like. Like to us, that's easy. Like we can pick up a controller and playing games. It's it's you know we don't even think about it. But to someone who doesn't really know that that's what the purpose is and and how to do it, like it's it can be kind of tricky. And it can you know, be intimidating.
1: I get it. But there's
0: grandmas that play Skyrim. Oh, right. I know, I know, I know. I mean, hey, she's picking it up. Like she's doing good. She's actually. Uh, she's been playing Mario Odyssey and Immortals on the switch just to kind of you know get used to that type of control scheme and gameplay and she I mean she's doing great, but <clears throat> we uh we we started doing Fallen order after I showed her the trailer because she's like, yeah I like that that looks cool and and how it ties in with the uh, with the rest Everything? of the storyline so so that's it, pretty much just been playing those two games um, And just messing around with the PS5 Like, playing, like, more games have been patched for the PS5 lately So I've been messing around with that And, like, God of War and stuff um, But, uh, but yeah, no, that's that's been pretty much it As far as what I've been playing Um, so If you're ready, then I'm ready, sir Let's dive Let's into the game Let's talk about some <laughs> scumbags, yeah They're the industry scum. <laughs> Mm. Well, what Ashton is referring to is the first topic of our gaming news segment. Beep, beep, ta- beep, 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 time beep, for the news. Beep, 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 beep. War! We <laughs> don't even know what the war is about.
1: <laughs> great console war. It's a, a great industry war. Got the, up,
0: the uprising, the rebellion.
1: Coming. We're the rebellion.
0: We are. Remember, vote <clears throat> with your wallets. So, our first topic of the night: Nacon has been recently accused of pirating, stealing, illegally modifying, and selling Frogwares' "Sinking City" on Steam. Yes. So, Ashton, you uh, you dove into a lot about this. What uh, what were so, your findings? So a,
1: little, a little backstory. Uh, Nacon. Is a, a publisher that is also uh, associated with Big Ben. Uh, you'll see their name on the the box of the game. What you won't see on the box of the game is Frogwares logo. They're the actual devs who made the game. Apparently, in their contracts, uh, it was there's like some very soft language i guess like malleable like you can manipulate the words in the contract to say blank like we you we own certain rights to what you create yada yada Mm -hmm. and basically Nacon went as far to you could you could honestly say it's a it was almost like a hostile takeover like they tried to absorb this french developer who made uh, the Cthulhu game, Sinkin City. They also have made the Sherlock Holmes series of games that are kind of relevant. The newer ones on like PS4 and whatnot. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's like they—they've Nacon went out of their way to like take over domain spaces. Um, they, even though we're, they were told they don't own certain rights in French. Uh, uh, marketplace, uh, they uh, went ahead and put the game on Steam. Which, if you look for it on Steam now, it's not even there. It was pulled because of all this stuff, and it's like very obviously that they are in no rights. They they they, they have gone beyond their rights as a publisher, essentially, mm-hmm. and like they're just just huge scumbags. Like I'm I'm surprised they're allowed to stay in business, honestly. But it's just. No one's brought them to legal court beyond the lawsuit dispute of uh, copyright claim.
0: Yeah, that's all That's all I saw is the DMCA was filed, but yeah. that was about it. So
1: It's huh. just like it, they're going beyond what uh, the business scope should legally allow. Like, very much so. Huh. Yeah.
0: It's very interesting. I don't know. It's... There's there's been some shady shit happening with uh, with companies lately and 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 developers and uh, uh, you're right, Ashton. War.
1: It's war. <laughs> it's just really gross because like the sinking city, I, it's like a um, a horror RPG essentially, mm-hmm. and like. From what I've seen of it, I've, uh, uh, it's a really good game. It's a little rough around the edges, but, like, it's it's got a niche market for being Cthulhu stuff. And yep. it, it functions well enough.
0: Very Lovecraftian.
1: And it's so. just, it's a shame that these nice del- developers got involved with what they thought someone who was helping them. But instead, basically, just stole, like, they they stole, like, uh, payments, too. Like, they didn't just, like... This is even like a IP issue beyond that too. Like they legally did not pay them for their work. So,
0: uh, was what, wasn't like, like wasn't like Blizzard recently guilty of something like that? Um, where it was some had something to do with it. like I think we talked about it in a previous episode where where Blizzard employees were were like not being paid or being mistreated oh, or something. Oh, yes, like that. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, yes. So Hey,
1: you hear that They people? weren't like, getting paid what they were owed <laughs> in um like back back right pay or something,
0: back back pay or something. Well, there's just, there's random controversial stuff that's happening in the gaming industry and, you know, it it sucks, but... I think, I think the the main thing that it sucks for is, is the people that work in, in that industry, you know, nowadays. Because, like, I remember growing up as a kid, like, yeah, like, honestly, g- going and making video games wasn't, like, a top choice of mine to go mm-hmm. and do. Like, I was big into drawing back when I was a kid. But, I mean, had you had put the opportunity in front of me of being like, hey, you know, you want to go make video games for a career? Like, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't have turned it down. But I feel like nowadays it's like... You, you, really, you, know. you really you really got a question if that's something you want to go into. It, it's, it's
1: not a career you can build it into like it is a career in the sense that you Yeah, I feel in like industry, I I feel so like you're it's not more yeah. you work up.
0: No, I feel like you're more you, you are more or you would benefit more if you were an indie. Developer,
1: Yeah. Or
0: freelance. Yeah. Like, you know, be like, I will do this as your blah, but I do not. Because I feel like most of the stuff that's starting to grow these days is stuff that's like developed at a low level, independent level, and then is being purchased by larger groups and then being expanded upon by that, um, which kind of leads us into our next topic here, uh, which this didn't surprise me at all, um, but I didn't expect it to be the company we're about to talk about here, but Epic Games recently had acquired Tonic Games Group, who are the creators of the very, very popular game Fall Guys. Hey. Um, now when Fall Guys first launched last year and it like exploded, I was like, oh, this game's going to get bought by a major company. Like it's, it's like, it's going to happen. I mean, like this, look, this is like Peggle all over again, you know, um, I remember Peggle. <laughs> and I do too. Actually, I recently re-downloaded it off of Game Pass and my kids are playing it, so. Um but with Fall Guys, I knew that it was gonna get bought out by somebody. I suspected it was gonna be EA that was gonna be all over it and was gonna I purchase. I mean it. it does sound like an
1: EA thing to
0: do. But to see that it was Epic Games, I mean, again, not a surprising move, but, you know... Epic has been on a roll.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you know the Kingdom Hearts is going to be PC exclusive to Epic? No. And same, same with um, Persona 5 when it comes to PC. is also going to be a Epic exclusive.
0: Huh.
1: Interesting. Which is a shame because... Uh, five, uh, four Golden is on Steam It was released rel- relatively recently Like past six months mm-hmm. um, But Guess it's not coming to Steam now Huh
0: so, I mean, it, this makes me, you know, wonder what the, you know, the future of Fall Guys is, if it's just going to continue to be how it operates now, or if Epic is going to try and expand it more. Turn it into Fortnite. Yeah. Merge it with Fortnite. <laughs> um, I did Fall see... Fall Nights! I did see, <laughs> however, though, that that Fall Guys is coming to more platforms. Now it's, it's launching on the Switch and the Xbox this year, so... I mean, that's cool so it is gonna now what i don't know is if it's gonna be cross-play that'd, that'd be cool if it is um i haven't played it in a couple months but i do know that they've added a bunch of new mini games to it so it's, I, uh, it's
1: time for all games to be cross-platform i agree it's the time no i agree more.
0: i mean i mean us. now now that we're getting to a point now where we're we're seeing freaking playstation developed games ending up on xbox like yeah like
1: <laughs> we yes. need to just get over this. It's fine. Everyone, it's fine. It is. It totally is. <laughs> you don't own the rights to these games. Let it, let them, you know, I get exclusives, but then you're not playing exclusives on anywhere else. So that's why exclusives exist. Mm-hmm. This it, it if it's on everything, just let everything. It doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't it matter? It doesn't matter what you think.
1: <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter
0: what J.K. Rowling thinks. Yeah, that's right. Because um, who's who's the studio making this Hogwarts it's Legacy? Game? It's it is a WB Games. Okay, so it's <laughs> WB. Like I don't like I don't know if this was just something that they were always going to do. Like I'm I'm applauding them for it, but more or less, you know, just just to get to it, WB Games is will be releasing Hogwarts Legacy, I believe later this year, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. RPG um, which is an open world ooh, ooh, Harry, ooh, ooh, Harry Potter ooh, ooh. RPG, Harry Well, oh. I shouldn't say directly Harry Potter. Like it exists in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> yes. Harry Potter will probably not be in it. Yes um but basically the whole concept of the game is you create a character and i mean we all know what rpgs are so take it from there um but what they recently announced is that when you create your character that you can that you can now have the option of having a transgender character and when I first read this, it didn't really jump out to me and my girlfriend was actually sitting next to me and she was she saw the headline of the article and she's like, oh, like that's that's kinda funny because you know, J.K. Rowling kinda, you know huge anti-trans person. <laughs> huge so, okay. Okay. so, so, so I, I find I find this hysterical and awesome at the same time, um, just because it does seem like J.K. Rowling has been in some controversial things lately. Even especially since she she wrote that little piece for that British journal or tabloid or whatever the hell it was that she did about her her sex and her experience and everything like that, and then basically her subtly attacking transgender people in it. Um. So. A little crazy. Yeah. So it's it's kind of funny to see that the thing that she created is now kind of being used. It's beyond her now. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, sh- she sold it. I mean, this is. I mean, this is as much as Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney, even though Lucas is still pretty influential. <laughs> as he should be, though. <laughs> and I get because that's where the magic came from.
1: You yeah, know, for you wanna, sure.
0: You want to tap that cake? For sure. You know for sure um so no but that uh, that game is something that you know I may actually pick up and play I wasn't sure if it was something I was gonna like really give a chance to but I I may you know consider I won't like you're not going to no why not I don't, I don't I don't really. I mean it's not really my
1: thing. I like Harry Potter as a whole and I think it's cool that it exists. I exist. I'm just, it's just I don't care about Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 like I never finished the books I never watched all the movies. I stopped halfway through. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like them. They're not my favorite thing. I enjoy them. Um but there is enough in that happened within that world that made me want to like explore and experience more so at the same time like i haven't seen those those prequel movies either me too yeah.
1: so I mean, again I, i'm glad people cuz a lot of people really like them and they're they're good they're they're wholesome you know it's about good versus evil mm-hmm. standing up for yourself and all that good messages i'm glad people like them again it's just <laughs> it's not his thing after a certain point i'm like eh, whatever this is yeah magic but if they ever go to the african school of magic see this is why i liked harry potter at first because you found out that it's not just hogwarts there's other big schools across the Mm -hmm. world there's one in africa if they ever do an africa one i'm just saying wakanda forever (laughs)
0: You do You do I mean It only makes sense (laughs) Oh man So moving on here Some news on the PlayStation World PlayStation World uh PlayStation Plus is including this month Final Fantasy 7 remake in their free PS Plus games for PS Plus subscribers. I bought it a year ago. I Surprise. haven't bought it. I haven't bought it and I was actually like, "Oh, awesome. I can finally get it and check it out." And then I saw the news of it's like, "Oh, it's just the PS4 version. You yep. you if you want the PS5 patch more or less you got to pay 30 bucks and i'm like wait a minute
1: they're giving it to you though they're giving it to you for free so it kind of makes sense to have that thing be like a driving point because like you can still play it on a ps5
0: Uh, it's just
1: like the added stuff they're doing to it will be exclusive to ps5
0: but no, the thing is, you can't even get like the patched version that allows you to like take take advantage of the PS5's performance. No, I I know,
1: I know. I'm just saying you could you could. It's playable, but it's not the, the the good stuff.
0: But see, like every other game that has been patched for the PS5 that you've gotten through PS Plus is you know it. it what's the difference? Like, I don't know. I I feel like it's kind of in my opinion, stupid for them to do this. It's a bit
1: scumbaggy. It is like, a bit scumbaggy, because I'm upset about it because the all the stuff they're adding to the PS5 version is not being added to the PS4 version. So even if I'm playing it on my PS4 where I originally bought it a
0: year ago, see I don't I don't care about getting like additional DLC or additional gameplay if you just want to give me Final Fantasy VII remake the one you released on the PlayStation 4 when it came out yeah, yeah but but at least let it take advantage of the hardware of the ps5 I'm fine I'm fine but the fact that you're you're just making it be just the straight- up ps4 version that's not gonna take advantage of, of the hardware at all like that that annoys me
1: I mean it's being marketed as a a, a new game that's 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 also another issue i would have with it because they're really putting forth like the whole Ufi thing and how it's like a it's going to be a story essentially mm-hmm. like a a game within a game kind of thing yep. that's that's content that i i should be able to have access to yep. yeah even if i have to pay for it because it's something i i want to to experience i shouldn't have to Buy a seventy-dollar game, or spend thirty dollars to access it. Yeah. Not, not, and own a PS5. Yep. Like I, I, I bought it. <laughs> I bought it on launch. I pre-ordered it. <laughs> Why am I being fucked
0: on it? That's that's more like the like I gave you money, guys. Come on. I don't know. This is this is one area, like, I love the PS5, but I'm, like, kind of disappointed in the lack of games getting patched to be optimized for it. Um, where you see Xbox, like, most of the games are ready. Like, they take advantage of the hardware right out of the gate, and, like, they just patched like over a hundred games for the xbox for the the xbox series x to take advantage of the hardware and i mean meanwhile you know over here on playstation we got like three games that were patched for it so i mean
1: they're probably going to put in the boost mode equivalent where they it forces things honestly because that's what they did with the, the pro the, not a lot of games didn't so, get a patch for it but they just put boat boost in and it did overall affect effect
0: so going back to playing assassin's creed origins th- this was one thing that i thought was funny and and kind of notable is because like that one isn't necessarily optimized for the ps5 but it does take advantage of the ps5's hardware You wouldn't um, be able to you wouldn't be able to guess at all it, it's
1: like, the lighting bug one yeah
0: the the lighting the lighting issue is was in Syndicate. Oh, okay. okay in Origins, Origins runs perfectly on the PS5. Okay. Um, in fact, like I do actually want to compare it to playing it on the PS4, because the one thing that happens with uh, the game is like you know the loading screens for Assassin's Creed games. It's like you're just controlling your character running through this weird digital universe. Mm-hmm. So. That's in Origins as well. But because the SSD on the PS5 is so fast, it's just the loading screen flashes really quick and then goes into gameplay. Oh. <laughs> and on top of that, it seems like textures draw in super fast from far away.
1: That's good. That's S- something that even still doesn't happen on PS4
0: stuff. So that's why i want to compare it to like on putting like playing it on the ps4 and see because like even though it's it's still locked at 30 fps i still feel like the game is is taking advantage of the gpu as far as like its overall presentation of everything within the game um but that ssd is like holy crap like there's like no loading in the game at all like none whatsoever
1: (laughs) Uh, they actually announced that the patch that will allow expansion. Uh, because you already have another slot for an M2 uh-huh. whatever. Yep. It will be coming out this summer. Oh. And it's going to affect uh, the PS5 fan speed, apparently. Huh. So it may get louder, I assume, because it's going to produce. Yeah. More, uh, with the second slot being. Especially where it is, apparently, too. It's like. It's easy to get to, but it's like.
0: It would be away. Well, it's like super away from everything. A else. lot of people, a lot of people are having like a large amount of success with external SSDs, um, mainly because like there there is a, a USB 3.0 uh, C slot right on the front mm-hmm. of the system, so. There've been a lot of people who've been using that lately, and it's it's provided some pretty pretty it's good results. Re- it's one of the reasons why I haven't I don't have this feeling to upgrade necessarily mm-hmm. because
1: I have I bought a external hard drive from a PS4, and it's uh, like five terabytes. Like I, overall, I have seven terabytes of of, of space for my yep. PS4, and it's like I can't get that on a PS5 right now and I'm kinda like, I have a lot of games. I don't wanna replace the thing I mainly game on if it's not going to just be able to support everything I want to game it game on it, I guess.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like I don't know, I'm 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 still happy I have one. Um, no, no, it's all cool. I'm not bashing the system or you know, whatever. It's just Six
1: hundred and seventy some gigabytes. You know, that would hold the majority of the good games that I would be currently playing. And but
0: that's the just, thing for me, because I'm out. only I'm only playing like like one to three games at a time. So yeah. I don't like downloading and or
1: installing too much, though. I just want it all one and done. That's that's literally what it is.
0: Well about. that's one ar- that's access. that's one area where like <laughs> with the ps5 it doesn't bother me as much either because it literally takes minutes to download and install a game on the ps5 it's it's nuts how fast it is like as far as the download and installing speed um i mean i think it was um what was it uh... It was the Spider-Man uh, one that was. It was Miles Morales, but it came with the remastered yes. original of Spider-Man. There, that literally only took like six and a half minutes to download and install. That's really fast. <laughs> Like, that, it just blew my mind watching. I'm like, I've never seen a bar move that fast on a PlayStation
1: console. <laughs> I mean, maybe it <laughs> wouldn't be that bad switching around games, but even still, I don't like the thought of running up my my bill. Not my bill, but, you know. to say, I what bill? Like bandwidth, my bandwidth. <laughs> ah, like I don't man. want, you know. I don't understand your logic, but fine. <laughs> well, I,
0: I share my
1: internet with someone else. Okay. I don't want to be just downloading stuff all the time, back and forth all the time, you know?
0: I mean, bro, like, so what's your, what's your speed? It's, one, it's you and one other person. I mean, we were having issues before, I'm just saying. I,
1: you know, I just don't like downloading and, and stuff too much.
0: That's all. That's all. I live in a house with six other kids who are on tablets and look, Netflix look. and everything else. Sorry. <laughs> I just don't
1: like doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's an old habit. All right? Yeah, it's old habit.
0: Old habits die hard, right?
1: It's just cheese. <laughs> um, also, the, the news of all this Final Fantasy VII stuff, to bring it back to that, mm-hmm. was announced at the State of Play, where
0: S- they showed off... A few indie games. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't watch it live, but I went back and watched kind of like a recap, and I was like, "Uh, I'm glad I missed this. (laughs) It was
1: a half hour long. It was super short. They ended it with this Final Fantasy VII news, which Mm kind of is like, whatever. Uh, But there was a game in there I wanted to discuss. It's the... They showed it off at their last PlayStation thing. Uh, It's the one with the... The lady space shooter, essentially.
0: Uh and Returnal? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Yep. That
1: game looks like it has a very fun gameplay loop. Yeah. It's, it's roguelike, but also souls-like, but with space guns. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with this because there's also, it seems like there's gonna be a psychological horror part to it too, because it yep. has these first person parts. Super into this. I was yeah. kinda Returnal. Like, into
0: Returnal it. looked awesome. <laughs>
1: I was kind of like, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. But, like, seeing the actual gameplay of it, like, that looks fun as fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Yep yep no Returnal looks good um that that's like one of the titles that they announced early on you know for the PS5 that like I was like ooh ooh when I like I'm not gonna lie like when I first when they first started showing the the trailer for the trailer but like whatever they were showing off the initial like development uh, at the uh, the first PlayStation event I was like oh is this gonna be like a Dead Space game <laughs> mm. Um but I love that like I love like you said the whole psychological aspect to it seems really really awesome so I'm excited. Um but outside of that, like you know, like you said, it was some indie titles, like you know, nothing against indie titles, but it's nothing that
1: There's a lot of them. Yeah. That's the issue with indie games nowadays. There's
0: just a lot. There are a ton. And this leads me to that question. The fuck to become so easy to make video games <laughs> because there's so many of them yeah I mean no I mean I'm not, the, trying, the I'm not tools trying to, to
1: make games are a lot more easier to use they give you more access to certain things mm-hmm. from what I could tell like all these modern engines even like uh, unreal like they're easy to use and easy to work with mm-hmm. like I mean so I'm 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 surprised like eventually indies will get the AAA equivalent of all these modern engines soon too and it's just going to be even even crazier even more games of higher caliber for
0: everyone everywhere Do you know what indie games don't suffer from? Bloat leaks
1: Oh, that's true too.
0: Which takes us to that's our next topic too. here, and Ashton, you kind of broke this one to me. I had no idea, but uh, Elden Ring gameplay has leaked. Uh, yeah, and it looks kind of, kind of cool, kind good,
1: kind of, <laughs> kind of alright. I was there's a there was a leaked trailer in, like three other small gameplay footages leaked that r- mind you the footage is roughly from a year old build so it might not be that when it comes out but like there's stealth mechanics in what is the equivalent of dark souls and like i think that's rad that's a cool addition because like you see a lot of stealth in sekiro and mm-hmm. and uh I want to say bloodborne but there's no stealth in it technically
0: so i have not seen any of this yet to be honest um i am intrigued and probably will be one of the first things i do once we wrap up the episode here uh just three minutes i haven't on youtube i haven't had time yet um but i'm excited for this game just because you know obviously as we've come to know over the past episodes and from my streams that i have become pretty enthralled in from software games and everything that they make so now you add on the fact that this is a from software game with the help of george rr martin the beloved creator well, sit, of sit game down of
1: thrones i don't even read your books just sit down and finish it you old fuck. <laughs>
0: Um, and, you know, so I'm I'm looking forward to this one, and I'm excited to watch you know the the, the video that you you were talking about here because like it seemed like they were keeping this game very very well under wraps. Like it was well, there,
1: there was supposed to be a, a real a reveal thing this month apparently.
0: Okay. Um, do we uh, oh, Do we know do we know like when it's approximate slating for releases? No. And a lot of news this year is gonna
1: be switched around because guess what was cancelled again? I, I didn't put this in the notes. What? E three E3 was cancelled. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like even they thought that there was gonna be the potential to have like a group like video thing for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, that didn't pan out. Everyone wants to continue on with their own stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, going forward here, like, is is E3 gonna be a big thing anymore? Because, you know, the, eventually it'll come back. Because I, I, there's, I mean, I think I'm I'm sure it'll come back, but will it be the same capacity as it was?
1: It Bec- will probably be more for triple A. Developers that aren't big enough to have whole spots like the big publishers. Yeah. Yep. Um. So like, I mean, cause that's where a lot of like Bandai Namco would announce trailers there. They don't really have an event for themselves, and I would never expect them to. Like, they're like Square barely ever had, never had a big presentation. It's been a long time since they've had a presentation too, and it's mm-hmm. like. There is a there is a reason to have them, but not one with the big three at them. I I mean, Nintendo hasn't been at an E3 for I don't know six years. Yep, I I have no idea when the
0: last (laughs) time they did. Nintendo Nintendo likes to live in their own little world, so (laughs) nothing wrong with that. But
1: I think the last one was their Wii U announcement was the last time they were at an E3. So, um, quite a long time, and like Microsoft and Sony are big enough to do their own things all the time too. Even with the state of play, for example, maybe wait until you have more stuff for an hour presentation, mm-hmm. Not a half hour, because like I tuned in and, and, and like it was over in 20 minutes because I was late, and you know, but you're right. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no need for them to be there now doesn't need to be this big thing anymore which is a good thing for it too because apparently you had a lot of issue with too many people
0: well yeah and that's the thing and I, and I feel like you know especially in, in the COVID years here like the, they through, the age. through through presenting the way that these people did like they, they probably reached quite a few more people <laughs> mm-hmm. so but um, but yeah moving on
1: sir Um, speaking of Nintendo and their showcases, uh, Nintendo Direct happened where they showed off some new Pokemon stuff. There was other games there, but primarily, uh, Pokemon, as we all know, is the Mega Beast.
0: Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. (laughs) You
1: can't catch them all anymore. (laughs) Um, they revealed the Diamond and Pearl remake. Um... It has a very interesting design look. It is 3D, but it still uses like sprites. It looks incredibly rough. I like that they're using the like bright small chippy form mini versions of people in design i love that design as a whole i love it no matter what it is if you make a miniature person or robot or whatever it's cute and i love it forever (laughs) i don't care but it for a the most profitable franchise on the planet maybe put a little bit more money into it because they also revealed they're doing a open world Uh, Pokemon game and it looks okay in scope but honestly it looks super rough and has really bad texture issues and like it's just for what it is like there's a game called Temtem on Steam and you can get it for 30 bucks. Way better quality. So much more better quality. The, the, The production cost being probably equivalent to what they're trying to do now it's just it's rough like, why why don't they why doesn't nintendo step in and be like less co develop this at this point because a lot of their more recent pokemon games are all of this kind of semi-rough state where it's like just passable as a game and it's like it's kind of upsetting like again i liked the remake. What I saw of the remake for Diamond and Pearl, I like the style, but
0: texture-wise, maybe put more in than matte colors for mostly everything. Like I feel like no- I feel like Nintendo has become notorious lately for like, let's let's bring a bunch of stuff back, but not really upgrade it in well, any way. Well, it's
1: not even them. It's Game Freak. They're. I mean, Nintendo is just the the publisher essentially. Yeah. Like, they don't have any real say. They just get a piece of the dough and it always comes to their stuff. I'm just saying, for the Nintendo of the modern world, where they were like, with our own properties, we want to push them to the best quality they can be for Switch. I.e. Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, what they want to do for Metroid and all this. All this quality that they are putting forth on their one and only thing they produce. They don't produce 3DSs anymore. No, I know. That this is it. This is all they do. And like... Just to allow Game Freak to just have such low standards is a little amazing at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Like, it's I I wouldn't blame like I get it that they they the people there at Game Freak also haven't worked with 3D in most of their careers. They're very old guard the developers. So I I kinda get it, but like. These are like the fourth and fifth games you've made on 3D software. You should either ask for help or get more people in the office or something. you're, you're again, Pokemon makes more money than Star Wars and Winnie and the Pooh and like anything else ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's kind of like I mean, you just hit the nail. You hit the nail no. on the head right there though. Is that it makes no, that no, much it, money and it's going to continue to make that much money. So. Like, like, and, that, and that's that's kind of a problem with it is the fact that it, because it's it is, though, it's established itself as, as such a franchise already and makes so much money on other mediums that
1: they I don't, make so much money on the cards. That's where most of the Pokemon money apparently comes from.
0: Well, I mean that's the thing. Like, it, it makes a ton of money on other mediums that I don't feel like we're gonna see them invest in a very. What
1: started it? grandpa legacy <laughs> i was in the fifth grade Corey.
0: <laughs> i mean gotta catch them all man gotta catch them I all know.
1: yeah i was a part of the problem not really i stopped after gold and silver maybe ruby i did
0: own a ruby but i got it secondhand. don't mm. Bruh, i think i stopped playing them after like the Pikachu version of Pokemon on the Pokemon game. Pokemon Yellow's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I always like yes. you know
1: Pokemon. I like Pokemon because again, it's it's one of those things that has a positive message attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, trying oh, your best wait. and growing as a person. Wait, I played
0: Pokemon Snap, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's a new one coming out. What you
0: know? Well, I, I knew that i will buy going. it
1: <laughs> do you even own a switch i do own a switch oh i didn't know that yeah i own all last gen consoles okay
0: all right yeah all right all right
1: yeah, no? I'm, I'm i'm an omni gamer don't i just don't play on anything else do
0: you own anthem no for a reason because it's canceled (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, fucking cancel culture i mean it
1: wasn't canceled like that i know i know canceled canceled. (laughs) uh anthem next specifically was canceled uh the reworking thing they were i mean it's been out for like a year but they've been working on revamping it for some time probably not full force but, you know, EA saw it as a waste of money. And they are so shooken by its failure. They don't want live service. Like, they don't... No one has to put live service anything, mandates, anywhere. No mandate for Dragon Age 4. They are off the the live service game because, good, no one should be. Yeah. Live service games are bad.
0: Yes, they are. Like, make it,
1: them go games, away. Games should come out done, and then you add upon them. Yes. That's how gaming used to work. I, I'm not a big fan of DLC, but you know what? When expansion packs, that's that was the standard. It was good. It was a good time. More of the same, but it was good. Here's the finished product. Here's some whipped cream. Make the fucking cake first. Put whipped cream on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ashton Strong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Went in a little tie right there. Sorry. You did.
0: You did. You did. Um, so, I mean, saying. like, like I, I never really played Anthem, so I don't really have much to add about it. I, I mean, I, I knew we had it here in the notes, and, and uh, to me, seeing that it was canceled wasn't a big surprise to me. Like, when I first saw the tr- like the initial they showed it off at E3, I was like, oh, I mean, it, it looks pretty, but didn't really pull me in at first. I was like, oh, this is like a Crisis slash Halo ripoff, and then I was like, oh, it's one of these Destiny like games, like. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested I mean, anymore. Marvel- <laughs> Marvel's Avengers, uh,
1: there's there's other ones. What's the division? The mm. They're they're all over the place. They're they're some work, some don't. I think it's a dying thing because yep. people don't want half-baked products anymore.
0: And and, and let me put this out there, because like I know I've griped about these types of games in in previous episodes now. Like if you enjoy these games. Awesome! Like, you're part of the problem. <laughs> Ashton, they are. We're not trying to alienate <laughs> our listeners and viewers. If you okay? like
1: them, I'm glad you enjoy it. That's Fine. it. Again, yeah.
0: But just realize. But you're you fucking also, enabling
1: them. You're enabling yes, them. <laughs> you are. Let's be real. I bought Avengers. All right. I'm a part of the. You're problem. You're
0: helping continue this horrible industry.
1: <laughs> I'm helping. The, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not going to buy another life service game after
0: Avengers. I was like, "You know what? You'll sell me on the comic books." I you know, I was I was interested in Avengers, but just like after watching people play it, seeing what it is and and then hearing everything you've said, I'm like, "Yeah, this game's going to be free eventually." <laughs> eventually, yeah. <laughs> so yeah maybe i'll try it then but like i'm sorry like it goes back to my hole and i mean you even just said it there like just let me buy my game as a whole completed yeah. you want to add stuff later and charge me a little bit extra cool but like just give me the game just give me the game done like, f- finish Do not
1: take stuff out of the game to give yes. me later either i want the whole cake with no bites all
0: right cake yep yep
1: Uh, fucking damn it video game industry yeah
0: exactly go to the corner and think about what you've done (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i wish you know who else needs to join them who google with the stadia all right i I mean
1: i put this in the notes i did this
0: I don't want
1: to like bash on the Stadia as a whole.
0: It no, I actually, idea. I actually thoroughly enjoy the Stadia. I have one in my house. It functions as advertised, and it's it actually surprised me how well it works.
1: The uh, what we put in here, stay the Stadia head. I forget his name. I literally had it in my mind uh, he was the same guy that was there for the launch of the ps3 and also the xbox one so he has a record for launching failed consoles <laughs> this guy uh before they shut down the first party uh stadia dev studios before they did that, one week before they shut them down and fired everyone, they sent out a little message. He was he was talking to everyone on an individual level, being like, guys, you're doing great things. You're working on great things. Literally giving them all this false sense of security to literally let them down the next week. And I don't understand why you would do that.
0: Ah...
1: <laughs> uh. Because you, it doesn't, you don't cancel a project as big of that scope in a week. You know you're going to shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Way ahead of time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like Google... Was is was on the right track with what they were doing with the Stadia, and as far as like developing something that they, was gonna they make developed it that was pack. gonna that was gonna bring modern day gaming into homes at a much easier cost than yeah, yeah, having I, to I, drop, you know. $500 on a next-gen console gaming tech that,
1: and that's what they're good at the 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 technology point
0: and Overall as like, you know, like having it in my house and using it it actually functions really well Like I've plugged it into my TV downstairs I let my kids primarily use it because there's actually quite a few games on there that my kids enjoy um, but I've hooked it up and I was thoroughly impressed by Like how well it worked and like what I thought was really cool is like if if you want to play, like, a three-player game, um, you could play with a Stadia controller, a PlayStation controller, and an Xbox controller all connected at once, cool. which is, awesome. you know, it, it's it's awesome. Um, but for them to dive into the development side of things, for them to really try and, you know, kind of grow Stadia beyond just being something as, as just a... Kind of a hub for for gaming and for Mm. game publishers and developers. Like they tried to create their own exclusive, their own unique content. And we've seen Google do this before in the past where they've tried to jump into every type of aspect of technology. And, you know, there's areas that that they've failed. The things about games is there's a creative
1: side to it. You cannot treat game development like it's a tech where you could just work out the bugs after the first draft. You need you need failed projects to get where you need to be. And to that's the understand thing. Understand vision.
0: Like and Google they didn't even allow the first. Google is a company where it's like, you know, it's like writing an algorithm. Like it's okay. Like if I, if if, the code says it should work, then it should mm, work. More, yeah. 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 And and like, unfortunately, like with a company like Google, like they're. I mean, this is this is essentially why you know YouTube or not YouTube. Google Music isn't even a thing anymore. The app is gone. Like they like it's gone. Like I, that was i actually used to subscribe to it i paid for it and now it's gone like now it's just you're like oh just rely on youtube now for music through google yeah. <laughs> which i mean makes sense because a lot of people just use youtube anyways but mm-hmm. i mean they created a completely separate app called youtube music and yes, they which like if you're google as a company you know why on earth do you have two separate apps servicing your music the same music, thing, the same yeah. thing? Yeah so like i feel like with them it's they get a concept that they want to jump on and they put together this pathway to you know execute this concept and they feel it should just work and unfortunately with the whole gaming side of things you know the the overall development the creation the execution of the stadia fantastic i mean for what it is it's an awesome little piece of hardware um and not even just a piece of hardware it's an awesome application like i have stadia running on my tablet and it works awesome on that as well i mean it works just as well as game pass Um, but uh but as far as them getting into the whole development side of making games exclusive for their platform, um, it's it's something that I don't think that them as a company are accustomed to in how it no, works. not at all. So, and that's why we're seeing what's what's happening right now. Um, you know, overall, I hope Stadia doesn't fail because, you know, they, they do have... Well, the service is still gonna continue on.
1: Oh yeah, I know, I know. The studios themselves are just for first party game development. Yep. Um, But, for how long will Stadia be around? that's
0: questionable i have yet to like purchase any games on stadia most of the stuff that i've gotten i mean i guess you can say i i technically have because i have a stadia pro subscription yeah yeah. um so i take advantage of the free games that they give you through that so like if stadia goes down i guess like my subscription like that I had for all these months was worthless, but um, I guess I could just chalk it up to like I quote unquote rented those games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean I-, I hope that they they find something because like now you've got Amazon really pushing the the Luna and they uh, they've invested big into the mobile gaming platform again as well. Um, so. You know, being an owner of a Stadia, knowing that I have kids who have the Stadia, and knowing that as, as a device, it has a lot of potential, it's just they just need to make it opened up for developers to be able to make games for it and them not so much worry about the development side of things, just keep supporting the system, upgrading it, making sure that it supports, you know, that everything that it should support so that it can do its best to keep up with next gen consoles, then they should be good to go. Like, don't like just, just worry about providing the service. That's it. That's it. I don't know, Cory. You've made made the device worry about the service. (laughs) I think in a
1: couple more years, like five, ten years, we'll see a Stadia 2, but I don't know. I think the Stadia thing is probably a dead project. Which, you know, if there's another successor to it down the road where it's more viable and they can plan it out a little bit better because you don't launch a console with no games, that's also a very important thing to know. Well, I
0: mean, I, I mean, think I think it to. goes back to the fact that like the Stadia itself is not necessarily a console. Like I said, like you know, as a service, you know, you, on You got to you, you got to sell the games.
1: Right. And if they got no games of their own though and the games they're getting are older and found on consoles, I mean, that's the issue. If they were getting games as they were being released everywhere else, it wouldn't have been an issue. Fair. I think that's also a big part of why it's not exosexual as it should be. Because I don't know when when, what's the newest game that has came out on it? Maybe like Doom Eternal, but even then, like I'm pretty sure it's after the fact. Where like it's kind of like, as you said before, you know, it's new to you, but like, eh, it's, you know, four years old, let's go, grandpa. <laughs> let's
0: play the new <laughs> games. <laughs> Hey! Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I don't got nothing else for the gaming news. You got anything? Nah, that's
1: it. I'm excited about the entertainment news. I am too. We should get, like, film reel sounds for the podcast for this part. Like,
2: (laughs) WandaVision!
1: (laughs) WandaVision! Oh, it's yeah, amazing. Man. I finally watched it. He watched it, y'all, and we're going to talk about. It. So, this is going to be a semi spoiler cast. Yeah. Semi. Not semi. huge, not huge details. I don't want to go into everything, but I'm going to let you know I've seen commercials for what like for WandaVision that uses the big reveal from not this week's episode, last week's episode. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, "Wow, you're just they made a song out of it. You know the song. You know the song. You've seen it. The Agathy, Ag- Agnatha, yes. Yeah. whatever, Harkin. I don't know her name. It was Agatha all along. All along yeah. <laughs> they made that a song. It's on Spotify. <laughs> Calm down, Disney. Like, that is <laughs> such a spoiler. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> but what do you think about it? I think uh, yeah let's go with the the first episode did you like how it started because i could tell you right now me and carl did not
0: i the first episode's rough i did and i think mainly because mainly because of like how it paid respect to the you know the the old TV shows like Dick, 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 and, B- Dick B- D- and Dick Van Dyke. Um, and I think a lot, that was the one thing that really kind of drew me in because like I was watching it with Katie and I kept nudging her every time. Like, Oh man, like this is just, this is so similar because I was one of those kids who Nick and that Kids, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. so, You know that's what kind of drew me in i was still really confused as to how they were really connecting this with the rest of the mcu and stuff
1: that that was me and carl's issue with it was they went hard into the reference Mm -hmm. and not into how did we get here and i didn't sign up for the reference (laughs) I signed up for one and really the first episode has this issue where there's almost nothing connecting it to Marvel stuff Mm -hmm. there it's in there it is in there if you're looking for it after the fact or if you know what to look for it is there yep but it's very much more a homage to the Dick Van Dyke it doesn't stay that way which I, me and Carl was very uh, excited about, especially mm-hmm. at, like episode three where they they, they widened the screen.
0: You yeah, remember put. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love like, how they do how they change it, the the aspect ratio yeah. for, throughout the episodes.
1: Yeah, like it's a uh, it's it's cool. It's cool. And once they actually got into the the Marvel stuff, that's that's really where it was like, wow, they're doing new things. They're really changing Marvel as a whole too. Mm-hmm. Um i personally would be cool with one bigger movie and maybe a smaller setup movie a year and then have two or three of these shows just not not what they were doing with three years three movies a year where they're all kind of like man quality like one really big movie maybe a setup movie and just focus all this stuff in the shows because this WandaVision is amazing.
0: Yo, know, it's great. I mean, that's what I was about to say earlier was that, I mean, honestly, this is probably one of the best things that Disney has done with Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> like, 100%. It's better than most of the movies. Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, but kind of to go against your point that you just made there, I kind of like how They're using this episode series structure to tell the stories now for some of these characters, because I feel like the movies are fantastic and how they've connected is great and everything. But I feel like, you know, and and I understand this is all just playing up to fan service, but I feel like them being able to stretch a character's arc across multiple episodes allows them to... Kind of just create more fan service it allows them to yeah, put no it, it, it allows them to include more stuff that we know from the comics more stuff that that we we grew up familiar with more stuff that with that that we we remember like and that's well, where no. i do like this episodic structure and you know and I, I and I, and, I, and i'm not saying like and, I, and, I, and i'm not saying this needs to be like animated series where it's got to be 22 episodes each no, season. no no right? like,
1: having nine like, episodes is a good thing it is
0: it is it yeah. is and i hope that trend continues especially considering how many shows between marvel and star wars that disney has on the yeah. mend just like, tell your story get out that's no like, fluff, no muss. Mhm. Like I'm totally totally fine with that. What I am curious about now going forward is how these shows will then connect with or sorry, with this sh- how this show will now connect with the upcoming shows that we have coming.
1: I think all right, here's the thing. Here's Here's more spoiler tark, Just to fair warn you, this is a rough spoiler for episode five and six and basically everything after five. Just, just, just so you know, audience. But what they did with uh, the Pietro thing, um, where they got the actor who did Quicksilver mm-hmm. from the X-Men, X-Men series, series to play that character, just to give you the hint of the, the grander scope of the story and stuff. And then, later on, where you find out in the newest episode that, essentially, Wanda has always had powers. She's always, she's a mutant. Essentially, Wanda is confirmed a mutant. And these are huge, huge things to do with the universe. And with how the show is, like, what Wanda is going to be in next, apparently she's going to have a... A big role in the noc- next Doctor Strange movie, uh, Madness mm-hmm. of Multiverse or whatever, and apparently there's speculated that she might even show up in the Spider-Man movie now too.
0: Which would make sense because it's already pretty much confirmed that the Spider-Man movie is going to be about the multiverse. Uh, multiverse, exactly.
1: So, so there, there's a lot of beyond reality uh, stuff they're doing with the universe, and I think each show will work on a certain movie arc. Essentially, like what they're gonna do with Falcon and Winter Soldier will probably have a lot to do with what's gonna happen with Captain America 4. Because apparently, they're (laughs) pushing.
0: (laughs) Theory? Veggie Tales. Theory, shut the fuck up. Veggie Tales, (laughs) Noah's (laughs) Ark.
1: I was going to (laughs) say, oh, my God, Siri. I was going to say, because apparently they're going to they're trying to get Chris Evans back for uh, Captain America Four, which I think will have a lot to do with like Hydra stuff. Maybe he's the Captain America Hydra agent mm-hmm. thing that they did there's a good chance i would love to see that story but it, it would it feels like that show will be setting up a specific set of movies and then the next like if that's how they want to work how they build up the stories and stuff for their movies i'm cool with it have a show affect a couple of movies and bring that into the overall scope of the universe and just keep doing that because not only does Wanda vision set up Stuff for Wanda, both in Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange. It also sets up stuff for Captain Marvel because yep, the, 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 the little girl with,
0: with Monica Rambeau. it's going on? Yeah, right exactly. It's huge.
1: So, and it's it's another thing where they they could use this as a story setup point for going. For other, it's a it's a really good idea. Like it's not a over dependence to the show, just enough to where it's a good supplementary hype Mm -hmm. of what's to come. And like I think this is the best way to do Marvel, honestly.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for you know episode nine coming up here. You know when they showed bro. Bro. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) be (laughs) Liddy. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. For those of you listening at home, Ashton just kind of melted into his chair for a second. (laughs) It's going to be
1: crazy. I'm not going to spoil anything for what's to come, essentially. But they, for how they showed the story and what actually happened up to this point, because this last episode was a big reveal of the actual truth of Wanda's life, essentially. There's a lot of aspects to the show, a lot of stuff to the movies, a lot of stuff to just, like, the universe as a whole and just it, it's it's too much to really get into we'll have to save it all all for the super cast the super spoiler cast because it's <laughs> over this week I'm super excited about it but like it I'm excited for Marvel going forward like if so? if because it, it, they're doing a Miss Marvel uh, show. Yep. That will obviously lead, in, lead into the Captain Marvel stuff. Uh, she Hulk, from what I've heard, is going to lead into uh, Hulk versus Wolverine because that is a movie they really do want to push because that's where Wolverine was originally introduced. It's a big iconic thing. Uh, apparently, they want to incorporate a lot of Red Hulk stuff through She Hulk and all this other stuff. So they're, they're they're building Hulk without even owning the Hulk. In terms of movie rights which Uh is a phenomenal thing too and like what they I don't know what they'll do with Moon Knight but like if they could incorporate more supernatural stuff more horror stuff they could lead that into blade so it's like there's a lot of things where all these shows they have planned could lead into bigger things for the movie universe because it's all you know one big thing and it's it's exciting
0: I just like how they are continuing to expand the universe by taking advantage of more lesser known characters throughout the throughout the marvel universe um you know this is It was actually kind of, what was it? It was was a video, like some comedy video that I watched about, like, it was, you know, the the X-Men walking into, like, the Disney, like, CEO's office there. And, like, the CEO was, like, got money raining down on him everywhere. And they're talking about how, like, oh, like, you know, we're now, you know, now that you bought Fox, we're here now to do stuff. And, and, like, hey, man, we're, you know, we're the X-Men, respect us. And they're like, bro, like, we took the characters you threw out and made billions with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. So, it's... it's. But no, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go, especially now that they basically have every single Marvel character underneath their control now. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. All
1: good things. You know what I'd be cool with? If WB didn't own DC Comics. I'd be cool with, like, say, Disney taking them over. (laughs) Not merging DC Comics and Marvel, although they probably would have crossover stuff. Yep. Just, you know, I like Man of Steel. Why did I never get a sequel? I'm not against Michael B. Jordan. And and, 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 (laughs) he's a good actor. (laughs) I like Clark. I just like Clark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't want a black Superman. I want Clark. Give me my friend Clark.
0: He's my nigga. And, and, and for those of you listening at home, these comments are coming from a black man.
1: It's true. You know, And all right. We're, we're talking about how Warner Brothers is essentially rebooting... Uh, Superman, Superman with J.J. Abrams and they want to do a black Superman. There is a comic line that happens where there is a black Superman. He eventually becomes president. He's very much representative of Obama. It was during his uh, term of presidency. So it's like 10 plus years old. And I'm, you know, it's a good story. Cool. I liked Man of Steel. God damn it. And I just want a sequel. What's wrong with Henry. Henry's a good Superman. Why not just give him a movie? Why did you alienate my man like that? Because he's the Witcher now. (laughs) Yeah, but even still, he would have not became the Witcher if they were like, hey, bro, you want to do more Superman movies? Because you're fucking Superman!
0: (laughs) He probably got a a gig in a future Marvel project. (laughs) Yeah, probably at this point,
1: they've pushed him away. And... Like, I just don't... Why? Why'd you do this?
0: Because you're not going to reboot anyone else. Ben Affleck is going to come back, play Old Man Daredevil. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) admittedly... Yeah, that'd be fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, you're rebooting Batman, but you're not rebooting Wonder Woman or Aquaman or Shazam. They're still in that universe, universe.
0: They are so lost with what they're doing with DC at this point. It's... I like. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm fine with the standalone stuff. I love Joker.
1: That yeah, it's fine. Uh, the the. I mean, Suicide Squad is attached to Justice League now, but the new one isn't. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with new Batman. Whatever. I think it's going to be a fucking awful movie. But you know, it's cool. Batman. <laughs> but you're you're still keeping the old universe together like they have plans for Supergirl for in the Flash movie and it's like uh, why why did you push out Superman there hasn't been a Superman movie in modern like cinema history besides Man of Steel the last one was fucking Christopher Reeves. No, and it frankly, wasn't. In
0: the- no, it wasn't. It was the Brandon fucking Ralph one, Superman Returns. Oh, it was. I forgot that with one. Fucking well, Kevin, the- with fucking with Kevin Spacey as fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah, you're right. That did <laughs> exist.
1: Thanks for reminding me. Now I'm sad. <laughs> I mean, it's the, supposed to be the same story. It's the same <laughs> time but in terms of like modern superman you know you know give me give me man steel give me one where you actually have him fight somebody who's you know a super villain not saying lex isn't who? but maybe put him in a fucking suit
0: who directed superman returns i don't remember
1: he also can't lift an island made out of kryptonite. <laughs> I don't want to poke holes. I don't want to be that guy. But let's be real. That was a whole island of kryptonite. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ashton. I, I'm a Superman
0: fanboy. Right? I'm
1: literally wearing a Superman shirt right now.
0: It's your favorite Superman movie. <laughs> Man of Steel. No, I'm saying this one was. Superman no. Returns. Brian that Brian so bad,
1: I Brian about Singer it. Singer
0: was the, was the director. Yes, the X-Man dude.
1: He directed X-Men 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And the third one down the road. I forgot what it was. And also, Cyclops was in that movie. Man, <laughs> that was a mess. It's almost like every Superman movie is bad, besides the one I like. The only good one, in my opinion. I said it.
0: <laughs>
1: so outside of
0: uh, outside of Wonder and stuff, you've been watching anything else?
1: Um, I did get a a HBO Max sub. Mm-hmm. I plan on watching various things through there. Yeah but I haven't yet because justice league cat god Versus kong all that's coming this month um but I was gonna probably scope out uh raised by wolves I want to watch yep. lovecraft country there's like a few hits on there true detectives on there I want to yep. watch there's a lot of
0: stuff yep we've been uh, we've been going we because my girlfriend has never seen it before we've been going back and watching uh, Game of Thrones again Um, I already warned her like hey like you're gonna enjoy it for the enjoy it for the journey not the ending (laughs) like
1: here's (laughs) the thing here's the thing I'm okay with how it ended I just I didn't like the two seasons in between the ending and season six ending the actual last episode, I think, is fine. I think it's okay with how it ends.
0: I have qualms with it, but I'm I'm okay with the overall ending. Yeah, I just yeah, have... Like... I just have... I think it's more of I have qualms with how certain characters' endings came to be. So, but... Aside from all that, no, um, I haven't been watched too much. It's been more or less catching my girlfriend up with shows that I've watched because there's so many new seasons that are coming. Um, you know, uh, the Game of Thrones only sparked because, like, she was so up on all these historical shows that she was watching between, like, Versailles and Reign and, and, um, the hell was this other one she was just watching about the Medici family? Oh, my God, I forgot what Medici? Name. Yeah. He owes me money. <laughs> um, what the hell was the name of the show? I can't remember. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, but she was like, been really like locked into these like Renaissance medieval type, um, shows. So I was like, yeah, hey, you know, Game of Thrones. And she's like, nah, never seen it. And so now a she- lot of black people. And now she's, uh she's hooked on it we're already in like season three now so we're rolling through it through it pretty fast and I think after this I'm gonna get her on Stranger Things because the new season of Stranger Things is coming this year so Um, but you are right though about like a lot of the shows that are on HBO Max like there's a lot of good ones on there like I definitely want to watch Raised by Wolves I want to watch Westworld as well I do want to watch it but I don't know (laughs) and I also want to watch the Watchmen series I also want to watch that too,
1: but apparently that's canceled. There is no. Oh really? To that. I'm pretty sure there's no sequel coming.
0: That. Huh. That's sad. That's sad. Because I've I heard, mean, I've heard it was really good.
1: Yeah. A lot of the shows. Actually thinking about it now, there is a lot of black lead or black focus shows mm-hmm. that HBO has produced or yep. is currently still producing. Yep. Which I'm like super glad that there it's there and. That I'm discovering it. It's not these things that are pushed in your face.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, as a black person, could be a little annoying. Like, oh, yeah. I get it. It's cool, black power. Ooh. But at the same time, it kinda, it's kind of like gross. <laughs> it's super gross. Super gross. You could be racist without being racist, just to tell you, everybody, Just, just so you know, it's gross. Stop it. <laughs> We're not special, <laughs> but don't treat us like garbage. That's really what it is. Don't fucking glorify black people, but don't treat us like bastards. That's it. That's all we want. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and on that note ladies and gentlemen I think it's time for us to wrap up the show tonight you've been listening to the midlife gamers here on Twitch (laughs) no but uh, I don't really have anything else man Um, you know it's been kind of a slow week as far as everything entertainment news there has not been too much going on so um, but hopefully you know going forward here everybody will keep hanging out join us for you know all of our streams and whatnot Ashton has a lot going with the Facebook page coming up here, and also make sure to check him out over on Hype Jitsu. Hey, uh, it's where the hype lives. Hype has been been a really fun project for him and Carl. So I'm uh, I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> <Eep>. <laughs> um, so yeah, there it is. There's where the episode just kind of ends because that's where my computer died. Uh, thankfully, I was able to get the audio from the uh, the Twitch video file there. Uh, but hopefully we won't have any of these issues going forward, but I'm glad we were at least able to put this episode out there for you all to enjoy, and I hope you did enjoy it. Um, if you did, let us know. Uh, hop over to our Facebook page. Hop over to any basically any one of our social media pages. Come hang out with us on our streams on Facebook, on our streams on Hype Jutsu, And on our streams on Twitch, Uh, Twitch is uh, at MLG Podcast is our name on there. So uh, yeah, if you're enjoying the show so far, please let us know. Come interact with us. Come hang out with us. Come talk to me, Carl, Ashton, any of us. We want to hear from you. We want to know what we're doing good, what we're doing wrong. Uh, But this has just been a really fun project, and we're super thankful for everyone who's been supporting it so far. So thank you again, guys, and we look forward to seeing you in our streams. We look forward to seeing you for the next episode and how we always end our episodes. Pew, 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 pew. Later, everybody. Have a good night good day, good week, whatever time you're listening to this right now. We'll catch you soon. Peace!